Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. We're back again, and this week I didn't really know what to discuss. I was kind of like, oh gosh, I don't really have anything. Nothing's really coming out. And then a co-worker reminded me that, um, blah, 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 that Picard Season 3 had started on uh, Amazon Prime. Now, I'm a week behind because the first episode came out on the 16th, and then the second episode, I, I'm technically behind on the second episode too because that came out on the 23rd, now it's obviously the 26th. But I watched them. Uh, now, I'm a late bloomer to Star Trek, and by that I mean I started it about three or four years ago. I started watching it, and I watched it um, in release order. So I went through all of, um, you know, the original the original um, show, then the next generation, and then, you know, went through them all subsequently. Um, basically, everything as it was released, the movies, you know, everything, everything in chronological order of release. Um, now, obviously, I, I do watch pretty much as soon as they release... Um, lower decks which actually i'm telling a lie there because i haven't finished uh season three is it season three i think so i haven't finished that yet uh i haven't f actually finished strange new worlds but that's because paramount plus which again i have nothing against but i i, I can't subscribe to everything i can't I, what do what do you think i am money does not grow on trees okay money does not grow on trees and um but i do watch discovery well I did watch discovery again paramount but um i did get the free trial of paramount when it came out uh, watch discovery but then i was trying to start stranger worlds and i ran out because like i don't have enough time to watch shows all the time because editing and recording and th this is going on a tangent anyway picard is on amazon prime which is great because i was very interested in watching this um and watched the first two episodes and i've got to say i really enjoyed them um don't get me wrong they're nothing they're not like they're not fantastic they're not like mind-blowing they're, they're fun and uh, you know patrick stewart's a great actor and it's really great to see gates mcfadden back and uh, michael dawn and you know um jonathan frakes as well which obviously we've seen jonathan frakes in the show prior but it, it's nice to see these characters now obviously the big plot point of this like season so far is find, finding beverly crusher and then not just that but finding out by the way spoilers 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 uh finding out that um card has a son with beverly and uh jack crusher and so that's like that's like the big plot point thus far in the season obviously there's more to it there's more things going on here um there's a whole side plot line with raffi and then obviously um um oh gosh his name's forgetting wolf wow that was bad that was bad of me i'm sorry guys i'm sorry to all trek fat trekkies i i forgot wolf's name i'm sorry he's he's back in my head and wolf kind of finds her and so that's obviously going to be a whole other side plot but the main plot point of this show so far is that Picard has a son. Now, as soon as that happened on screen, I, I had an instant flashback to um, when the same thing happened with Captain Kirk. Right? I was like, this is kind of, this reminds me of that. Um, now, don't get me wrong, I, I, I do believe that similar themes will crop up eventually in shows and, 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 and universes because there's always a general theme of like the captain who must go where nowhere else can go and has to leave people behind. And, you know, it, it is a, is a kind of like it shoots from the hip kind of person. Thus sometimes these kind of like revelationary things about their past comes out like later. I get that. That's kind of like a thing. That's like a character trope of these kind of characters, right? Okay, cool. I get it. But it did feel kind of like, Oh, we're, we're retreading this kind of thing. And don't get me wrong, it's, it, it's, it's a nice legacy for Picard, in a sense. I get it. I get it. It's cool. Even though he said he didn't want legacy in the episode, which, ironically, is probably the point why they're doing it. Um, but yeah, it was a very interesting... It was an interesting um, thing to, to kind of 
deal with and to come up like to it, it's gonna it's gonna obviously set up these characters in a very interesting way and I, I i'm more interested to be honest with the relationship that's gonna kind of come out of that between beverly um and i was gonna say patrick uh between john luke and um beverly because i feel like they're they're kind of there's something there that obviously how is that going to deal especially because jean luke has um i forget her name off the top of my head laris laris um back on earth so which obviously they're they're like a thing now how is that going to work out how how is this going to work out with this new kind of situation ship basically um but yeah, no, I, I did enjoy the episodes. It, it was nice to see um, the characters, because obviously when we've seen these characters, they haven't really been in, how do I put it, like Jonathan Frakes as a Will Riker hasn't really been in that kind of like, that kind of situation of, of like being on a starship, et cetera, in the same way, like not not as what it used to be like in the show. So it was really nice to see them kind of getting back into the swing of things, but also like the fact that they didn't really like kind of sugarcoat that. Like the point where I found it quite funny. It was quite realistic, really. Where like, um, like um, they were talking about like fighting the people on the ship, and they were like, um, "Oh, we well, got you can't aim, and my knees are hurting." And it's like, okay, at least you're being honest about the fact that you guys are like past it, basically, in the nicest possible way. Um, which is kind of, it, it, it's a thing that Star Trek does a lot. Is that like they Star Trek has always banked on it. I mean, I, and this is me knowing this from like watching it for like f- four or five years. Star Trek always banks on its older actors, which is really nice. It's a nice thing to have this legacy of Star Trek and these characters that keep going back and you, you use them in different ways and you react to them with these new characters, etc. Like, it's really nice that Worf is being introduced through Raffi this time rather than him just dropping into, you know, the, the, the kind of the crew dynamic straight away. It's nice to see these characters interact in different ways. For example, seeing Seven and Will Riker interact, that was fun. That's like different. That's kind of a little bit more, um, you know, nuanced. And it, it adds those kind of, it adds to those stories from years ago as well, because like you start to see these characters who would have been around in the same time period, but haven't interacted for whatever reason, finally getting to interact. So that was, that was cool. Um, my one gripe is I still want Janeway. I still want to see Janeway back on the, not on the big screen, but on in live action. Uh, Prodigy isn't enough for me. I'm sorry. Um, that's the one thing. But there was a reference to her in the episode, which was nice. It was nice. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've got to be honest. I do, I do enjoy Star Trek a lot. But I think Picard has had some issues. I think, I think in the sense that I feel like they're boldly going where someone else has gone before. Um, not to not to put too fine a point on it, but it, it feels like the storylines are fun. They're enjoyable, but are they groundbreaking? And did they need to be done? Does that make sense? Like, do I enjoy it? Will I accept it? Yes. Do I feel like this could have been something that I didn't get? Yeah. You know, like it's that thing of like maybe like you know taking star trek in different directions like discovery don't get me wrong it has its faults um it has it has some kind of uh it has a very much uh reliance on certain cast members over others etc and so on right but at least it's trying something different it's going in a different direction it goes it does different things and it has done that since the beginning a lot of people don't like that necessarily okay cool but at least they're trying it it feels like picard is the victory lap it feels like Picard is doing the same thing again, but 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 not really not really adding anything to it. Does that make sense? 
And, and that's okay. I, I'm not against it. I, I, I'm glad to have these characters back. It's nice to see them again. I literally, I, I, I had a little weepy moment during the second episode when the um the Titan was going out of um space dock. Like that was like super weepy. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> like I, I, I was invested. I am invested. I still want to. I, I will be watching next week. We will be watching. You know, I, I I'm not going to not watch. But it's that thing of like. Mm-hmm. We've kind of we've kind of done this all before. I think, but I think that's franchises in general at the moment. I don't know, I don't think it's necessarily Star Trek's fault. I think it's franchises in general. I think every franchise is rehashing what they know to work well. Also, I think franchises are just kind of like I think people are kind of going back to the idea that they don't want franchises, and you see this big uh, kind of movement within Marvel, or should I say, against Marvel at the moment, that people don't want to see. Um, you know, the same stuff again and again and again. And I get it. I get it. I don't necessarily agree on every front with people who talk about Marvel, but I can see where they're coming from on points. And I do feel like we're getting to a point where we're kind of, we're kind of, we're burned out on franchises at the moment. Because there was a big research of franchises, right? There was like, everything needs a reboot. Everything needs a sequel. Everything needs a prequel, a prequel to the sequel to the TV show adaptation. And that's, that's, you know, don't get me wrong. I still, I'm still there for some of it. And personally, I'm not the type of person to say, don't make any more Star Wars. Don't make any more Star Trek. Don't make any more this, that, and the other. I think generally you can find an idea within all of those universes for something else, something other. Lower Decks is that, right? Lower Decks is taking the idea of Rick and Morty, which I personally have not watched, but I, I know of. Uh, and applying it to Star Trek, and it works. It's generally quite fun. I do enjoy Lower Decks. I, I don't think I would particularly enjoy Rick and Morty, but I enjoy the Star Trek brand of Rick and Morty. If that makes sense. Um, and I think I think you can do that with almost anything. I think you can make you can you can find things to make interesting with any any universe if you look hard enough. For example, right, uh, slightly different. High Republic um is the the kind of star wars literature side like project at the moment project luminous it was called at the time when it was being um created but that is strong generally speaking don't get wrong there's faults within it and sometimes they repeat within themselves but it's strong because it doesn't rely on anything really speaking of what's come before and but still sticks to star wars the same can be said for um star wars visions ronin the book that came out very similar premise, very similar idea. Uh, take everything that you know about Star Wars, you know, Jedi, Sith, um, Dark Side, Light Side, um, Empires, you know, and reimagine it. And don't get me wrong, I don't think that works in every circumstance. I generally like a canon world, it, like, and, and something that links to the overall whole, even if it is new. Um, but Star Wars Visions, that, that Ronin, the, the book was probably one of my favorite things that I read that year. Um, even though it was like so, it, you had to wrap your head around it because it was talking about the Jedi being, um, you know, um, members of the Empire and like controlling sectors and like it, it felt like a totally different world. But that was cool. That was interesting. It was like an Else Worlds or a or a multiversal um, version of like what if the Jedi worked for the Empire type thing. What if the Sith were on the run? What if the, the the good guys were actually sort of bad and the Sith were sort of these impassioned... Yeah, they did bad things, but they were trying generally to allow a sense of autonomy within the universe. And so, so stuff like that. Now, I think Star Trek... Star Trek has a lot to kind of deal with because Star Trek has already kind of done 
the alternate realities it's already done the alternate timelines it already does you know the um character sna- like body snatching characters it already does you know the political boundaries storylines it, it does everything star trek is like star wars doesn't touch time really so anytime star wars touches time it's quite interesting it's new right for star wars same with multiversal stuff or like extra universal stuff star wars doesn't really touch it so again if star wars ever does slash will touch that um it's new it's different don't no, that's not saying it's good i don't think personally star wars should really touch those it's not what star wars is but if it did it would be new so to speak right star trek has kind of covered everything and it covered it very vastly and very quickly and so i feel like you have no more like if space is the final frontier you've already gotten there you're already done like if, if you go to the like they've went like in star trek they have already went to the edge of the universe and to the center of it like and don't get me wrong I, I will still watch if they bring out another three star trek shows i'll still watch them but i think for me as of right now i'm wondering why with picard not will i watch again i will watch it and i do think there are you know good performances within the show and i do think you know you always get these moments uh, star, star trek is about hope and stuff like that right hope and 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 morality and doing what's right despite being told what to, that what you need to do is wrong you know all, all that type of stuff it's important it's an important premise star trek is about exploring you know the mind as much as it is about space and, and don't get me wrong i think it does that excellently most times um but i i, I don't know i i just feel like where are we going where are we going with it the moment if that makes sense and so i'm hoping the season kind of grips onto something else relatively quickly but i don't see where it's going i don't i like i i, I usually give the three episode rule right I feel like I'm rambling slightly, so I'm going to try and condense these thoughts and give something that's kind of concrete. These first two episodes set up a plot point, but it feels like the plot point is already nearly going to be done by the by sort of the beginning of episode three. Um, but I think personally, by episode three, you should have a setup of where the story's going, kind of full stop, right? And obviously, there's stuff still you know unraveling in this show, but when when you've got a, a show that is relatively twelve episodes long or something akin to that. You want to be wrapping it, like not wrapping it up, but you want to be kind of getting into the story in in episode three. And now obviously that could still happen, but if it doesn't, the question is when is it happening? Because I the big threat needs to really be revealed. I think personally, earlier, earlier, the earlier you re- you reveal the threat and you allow that tension to build and you allow that story to kind of unravel you get like a, a more um, beneficial end. For example, as an op- opposite um, counterpoint, so to speak, as, a, as an example of what I'm trying to say, um, Avengers, not Avengers, Ant-Man, Quantumania, the, the movie that came out last week. Now, I personally feel that movie was poorly served by holding out the main villain for half of the movie. Kang appears in that movie halfway through. And as soon as he appears, the tone shifts, the, 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 the gravity of what's happening shifts, and it creates a much more compelling narrative. Now, okay, yes, you could argue maybe that's the point. I personally believe that it kind of was stalling to make Kang seem imposing first, and it didn't need to. Kang could have been there from the start, you know, 
chasing these heroes from the off, then it would have been interesting. So I personally believe that Kang should have come in sooner. Not straight away. I don't mean like he should have been there first frame of the movie, even though kind of arguably he technically was. I more mean he should be like, you know, they went down the quantum realm, then get captured by Kang straight away. Bam! Set up the storyline. Then they escape. And then Kang is trying to pursue them again. Um, and you've got a storyline where they're trying to get away. They get caught by Krylar, um, the guy who is going to give them the ship. Uh, uh, but only Cassie and, 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 and Scott get caught. And then you have a storyline where them two, those two have to, do, to basically make a deal with Kang. And the others are trying to get bust them out, so to speak. Let's put it that way, right? You instantly got, I personally believe, a storyline that is far more compelling because Kang is in from the very beginning. You have um, a sort of, you cut out the the superfluous, um, the, oh, I mustn't tell you what's going on. I can't tell you what's going on. I'm protecting you. Like, the thing is, withholding information is not fun for the audience. Not, in, not withholding information. Obscuring information, making people think about it, fun. The character just is unwilling to just tell anyone anything, and for no particular reason. Like, obviously, yes, there's the trauma, etc., and so on, but if a character is just unwilling to, to um, give up information, then it just it becomes boring very quickly. It's like the trope, and this is something that I used to hate a lot in TV, of like, not being able to tell someone something or not trusting someone with something and thus lying to them about it. And that would be like the whole, that would be like, you'd have 10 seasons of show about someone like, you mustn't lie to me about this. And they say, I won't. And then they lie again. Like, like obfuscation of information is so important to plot. It needs to be done right. Because if it's not, you know, you get, you get that. You get that, which is like annoying, and it just feels like you're being blocked as a movie teller, as a a movie goer, should I say. But uh, Star Trek's not doing that. I'm not saying it's doing that necessarily. But I think so far, the season feels like it could be wrapped up in two episodes right now. Not the Raffi storyline. Raffi and and Worf seems like that's going to be the main focus eventually, but it feels like where is this going? Because I don't. I couldn't tell you what the main villain is of this season. The other two, I think you you pretty much knew. About. But um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe 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 I'm maybe I'm overreacting on this a little bit. Again, not. I, I am enjoying it. I enjoy the acting. I enjoy the cinematography. I enjoy the characters. I I actually think they did a really great job of casting Jack to kind of have a semblance of of Picard in him. I think I think he's there. I think you've got that um, Picard, and uh, not so much. I don't think Beverly has yet, but then again, we don't want, know what Beverly's like at this point. But I think he's got a very much Picard esque um, demeanor about him. So it's very interesting to see where that's going to go. Um, and I, I, as a character study, I think alone, it's going to be interesting to see how Picard re- reacts to the idea that he does have a legacy. But I'm just uh, I, I'm asking this again. I'm asking why is this season there? What is what is going to happen? What is going to be so amazing that it's going to have me say, yes, this season deserved to be made. And beyond the fact that these characters are back, because that's, that's kind of cool, but it shouldn't be the reason for the, the season, if that makes sense. So overall, pretty much what I'm saying is that I like Picard. I have enjoyed Picard for the past few seasons. Sometimes it was arbitrary. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it feels like it's retreading all ground. I'm interested to see. I'm interested 
to see where it goes next. But I feel like it needs to get there a little bit quicker than it's getting there so far, if that makes sense. With all that said, thank you guys for watching. As always, I hope you guys have enjoyed this other, another episode of For What It's Nerd. Uh, we'll be back next week to discuss the first episode of Mandalorian. And let's hope I don't have similar complaints about that. Thank you guys for listening slash watching. And I'll see you.